Hey girls, welcome to Girl How, the ultimate podcast to solve all your girl problems. This is Fazana, a law graduate and a digital creator, and this is Sarobi, a student and a blogger. Listen to the whole of today's podcast to ensure that you are the best girl boss that you can be. In this podcast, we'll be talking all about the juicy topic of adult dream of labor. Now, for those of you who have been regular listeners, welcome back. We are two sisters as we said in the intro and we know that we have not been posting that consistently for the past couple of months and we would just like to first of all say thank you so much for coming back. And secondly is that hopefully we'll be posting more consistently from now on. So, as you may know, I'm Sarobi and my sister over here who is right in front of me, she is Fazana. And I'll be asking Fazana and reintroducing her into the podcast and asking her how have you been and why exactly have you not been posting for the past couple of months thank you so much for the introduction sarobi and i'm so totally grateful for being here again because i feel like it has been such a long time and i've missed it wholeheartedly even though it doesn't seem like it but i did honestly and it makes me feel so joy that i'm here again and the reason why i've not been um active on this podcast that i should have been it's because solely for the purpose of my education that i'm doing right now which is very challenging and the most hardest one that i've done and that has taken a lot of my time because it's very challenging for me to actually balance many different things at the same time so i had to really prioritize my exams from the past couple of months but now slowly slowly everything is going to go as smoothly as it can be so that i can actually make time for this podcast more regularly on a week basis. So that's all I have to say from my part. Definitely, I pretty much have the same reasons. I've also if you have listened to the most recent podcast episodes, I think I did mention that I went into a new sixth form. I started my A levels, so it has been quite busy for me as well because if you live in the UK, you will know that A levels are quite a busy time and my sister is making the motion of, you know, being really busy and that is just so true because A levels can be uh, quite chaotic and quite difficult and that's completely okay. Okay, I really love it anyways. But um yeah, we're going to get right into essentially the debate of I don't dream of labor. And also before we get started, what these debates are about is that basically we have a debate about a certain topic which we which might be quite controversial or might be quite important and you can read the disclaimer or you can listen to the trailer of the series if you want to know more information, but we pick a topic and then my sister will be saying four five points for or against and I will say five points for or against. So it depends on which side of the debate we're in. And remember that all of these debates these are not our own opinions, these are completely unbiased so just because my sister for example might be four on a debate it doesn't mean that in reality she's four and vice versa for me I might be four in the debate but not in real life so make sure that you remember that when you are doing and really listen to this and the aim of these podcast debates is to ensure that you have a straightforward direct and two-sided view of a certain topic so you can make your own mind up about it so let's get right into it what I don't dream of labor means is that it basically means a lot of people people nowadays um in fact do you want to explain it what does i don't dream of labor really mean so what i understand from this statement is that 
I don't dream of labor means that you don't want to do a nine to five fixed rigid job anymore on a regular basis. That's what it means to me. So if you're a person who does an office job, for example, that's a really good example of a labor type of a quote unquote type of a job, um, which not everyone is up for at the moment, especially there are so many videos that I've seen on YouTube that are actually completely against it. And I've seen many YouTubers actually coming out of that. And what do you understand from that statement? So yeah, I think I first came across this type of video maybe around a year ago, maybe even in 2020, maybe even two years ago. But I remember there was this one specific YouTuber talking about how, you know, she doesn't dream of labor. And what I got from that was basically how, as my sister said, it's a very rigid routine and they have so many points, which we'll be discussing today as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, about how a nine-to-five job kind of restricts them and you know not having a nine-to-five job is more liberating and it's the opposite of labor is basically freedom and is basically being your own boss and you know being an entrepreneur and all of these different th things so we're going to be discussing this in the debate so for this debate I will be against the statement so I don't against I don't dream of labor which means I'll be for part-time or sorry for jobs or nine to five jobs and my sister will be for the statement i don't dream of labor which means she supports people who agree who agree with quitting jobs or you know going and doing their own thing and not really caring about nine to five jobs so yeah um i think that i shall probably get started with myself mm -hmm. so yeah without any further ado let's get right into it the two minute timer starts now so the first point that I have for uh, why I think that I don't dream of labor is um, quite blatantly ridiculous is um, because I think that having a nine to five job is very stable. And I think this is definitely one of the things that many nine to five people say, because when you actually have a nine to five, it is stable. And this doesn't mean only stable in terms of financially, but I also think to some extent, it can also give you an emotional stability because to some extent, you know in your mind that in the back of your head that if you have a family to provide for, or even if you're single, that you will be able to pay your bills by the end of the month. You will be able to, you know, provide for your kids. You will be able to buy your kids that toy that they wanted to get. You will be able to, you know, provide food in the end of the day. You will be able to give yourself breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So in my opinion, I think that it gives you that not only that financial security but emotional security because you don't understand how mentally exhausting it is for those people who you know homeless people have them themselves are the best um, you know witnesses of this of how emotionally and mentally exhausting it is to look for food when you don't have food and you know about the statement of I don't dream of labor is just essentially completely eliminating and completely you know just desensitizing those people who actually really want financial security and saying that you don't want a nine to five job is almost saying that yeah who cares about emotional security financial security go and do your own thing girl like that is that is not how this world works like it is so important for you to have a stable job and it may, it also ensures that you have no ups and downs you'll be able to provide for your family you know that you have a job to look forward to and it's something that we're also very used to because all of us or most of us who's listened to this podcast will have went to school so school is very much like a nine to five job so i think that it is kind of what us humans have been habituated to do so yep that's my point i think that's a valid point about stability and stuff i think that's the main thing that comes to anyone's head when it comes to nine to five job is stability and in many different ways but i believe that youtubers are the best proof to show that you don't need a nine to five to feel stable because a nine to five can give you 
yes, emotional stability and financial stability temporarily or even permanently in some cases. But I feel like YouTubers, there are many YouTubers out there right now that are following their passions and they're completely fine following whatever they want to do. And they show that you can actually do have a successful career and you can still have emotional stability and financial freedom even better actually than having a nine to five job. Because whatever you spend doing, let's say eight hours in a day uh, for another person's company or another, uh, building someone else's business, you can actually do that by spending own time in your own business and actually have a, a stable financial emotional life and actually yeah and also the fact that you don't have to work as hard in a um, non nine to five job kind of a thing it actually shows that you're actually going to be conserving more energy in doing things that you actually love doing let's say you don't have to be constricted with your family time for example let's say uh, with a non nine to five job because you can just work for two hours in a day and that gets your job done and then for the rest of the day you can go out and club you can spend time with your family you can do something else you can you can actually start another side hustle if you want to because you have so much time to be actually spared and um and it doesn't mean that you're not going to be only constricted to one side hustle or a hustle online. It just means that you're going to be creating more and more opportunities and many different kinds of hustles. And that actually gives you a lot of multiple streams of income, which means that you're feeling more stable and hence is better than a nine to five job. So I believe that having a nine to five job gives you only one way of feeling provided or feeling secure or stable, as you say, uh, when it comes to a nine to five job. That would be my argument. Um, so I think that, so your point, main point for this, um, two minutes was the fact that you said that YouTubers are good proof of this, you know, having uh, that you don't need to have a nine to five job. Well, I think that that could not be further from the truth because the first thing that you need to understand is that YouTubers, when they start with their job, they usually are people who have a full-time job on the side and then they start the YouTube thing and then afterwards when they get like let's say 100,000 subscribers that's when they quit their full-time job and then they go and do YouTube whilst a lot of young people like my age 16 year olds 17 year olds and even your age 20 22 23 24 year olds all of them are being brainwashed essentially thinking that oh as soon as I start my YouTube channel I'm gonna get money as soon as I start my YouTube channel I don't need a full-time job anymore and that's just honestly ridiculous because you you still need you still need all these people who are successful youtubers like even tim ferris like he got a degree he made sure he went to his stanford or wherever he went like he made sure he got a degree so i don't think that's a really good idea and my point for this two minutes is that about the thing about you said that oh you have more time to work on your side hustles i think the point of a nine-to-five job is so that you have a structured routine i think that having a nine-to-five job allows you to wake up in the morning you know exactly what you have to do and to some extent it requires it you know for nine-to-five sorry for entrepreneurship and you know for doing things like what you are saying like you know i don't dream of labor for those people you need so much discipline to start your own business to completely start from school scratch and not everyone has a discipline to do that whilst with a nine-to-five job you have a structured routine you're disciplined and you usually also have a good work-life balance because in the weekend you're usually free you can go out with your family so my main point for this two minutes is that you do have a structured routine and for if you're saying that people who um say that i don't dream of labor have more time that's not true because tim ferris says the four-hour work week but boy he's working like 50 hours a week so that's just honestly ridiculous it's just a fact so that would be my point so that's a very valid point about you know um you know whatever you just said but i believe that 
somebody who works in a side hustle or a hustle online that requires them to be the CEO, they actually got more freedom and and independence in a way. Because you might be thinking, oh yeah, me waking up in the morning, going to someone else's office and working there and enslaved for eight hours for five days a week. Is that really, and that shows independence. Yes, I'm independent. I'm earning money. At the end of the month, I'm going to get that check, big check of a salary and stuff. But the true independence comes when you can wake up whenever you want and you can start your own business. You can actually film a video and just upload on youtube and you can just start it and do whatever you like talk about something that you're really passionate about or showing off a talent that you have that actually gets engraved literally when you're in a nine-to-five job because nobody wants to see that you can play a guitar when you're a nine-to-five job or nobody wants to see that you can play a flute it doesn't really matter unless you just state it on your cv or your personal statement before applying for that job and that's it that's your talent gone. Like you can only do the barely whenever you have time after the nine to five job, but nobody's going to see your true deep talents. And that, that doesn't come with a good nine to five job. So it's very, very important that you do have something that you're doing online or that you have a side hustle that is not related to nine to five and is not rigid as that because that shows true independence when you can do whatever you like and you can just wake up in the morning. If you feel like to film a video, you can. If you don't want to film a video, that's also fine. That's called true independence and true freedom, which you never can get with a nine to five because you're enslaved. You're literally writing in a contract to an employer that, yes, I'm going to be committing myself for the next five years into this job that I'm going to be building your career your your business i'm going to be skyrocketing it and at the end i might not even get the credit for it because why not i don't i don't deserve it maybe maybe my hard work is enough but yeah that will be my um, argument when it comes to this okay so i think that if i'm gonna be honest i do not think that's true i think that you know honestly what you really need to think about so you said about how you're essentially enslaved and you're working for someone else well actually based on my research that I've done for this podcast I've actually realized a lot of people with this you know free thinking mindset of, oh I can start my own business they all have this mindset that oh I don't want to be working for someone else's dream I want to be working for my own dream well what you don't understand is the fact that what people with nine to five jobs are doing is that yes they might be working for quote-unquote someone else's dream but in the end of the day it's not like you're enslaving it because you're still getting money and what you do with that money is that you then go and build your own dreams you enjoy your own life so a lot of people with nine to five jobs their dream is to have a good stable family and to be able to provide for their family and to be able to you know provide food for them and that's their dream life that's what they dream dreamt of since they were a baby and that's completely okay we can't judge someone else's dream and we can't think that everyone has this aspiration to have a successful independent business that's not everyone's dream okay and the second thing is about the fact that, oh, you said about how, you know, if you, um, if you, you know, I can make a video whenever I want and, you know, I don't need to like go and, you know, like I don't need to rely on anyone. I'm independent. Well, I cannot emphasize to you how many times that it, people who are having this entrepreneur business thing, like there are many YouTubers out there who have this, they have a team now and they have to provide money for those teams. If their videos are not making enough views and enough money, then they won't be able to give paycheck checks and salaries to their teams so the fact that you said about how I can make a video whenever I want that's just not true whatsoever because they have to actually provide for their team they have to give salaries and in the end of the day they have their own lives as well they want to actually be making profit not just stay the same and it's actually very pressurizing so they do have to be consistent and it's not something you can do whenever you want so my tip my point for this is that giving having a job gives you allows you to have something to work towards that's definitely true, but 
if that can be called something that you actually dream and you can provide for yourself and stuff like that, then I believe that somebody who also does a side hustle online that is completely paid and they're getting a lot more money than someone who does a nine to five job, um, that actually can be very influential in a way because whenever you're doing something online, you can reach as millions of people at the same time. And you don't have to be just reaching, let's say, a few hundreds of clients, let's say with your whatever skills you've got, let's say accountancy or whatever, because you can just actually use that talent or use that skill that you actually provide in that nine to five job in online as well and you can teach others how to have that skill as well so you can actually monetize yourself by teaching others about your um and by the skill that they're actually using in that company or in that nine to five job that you're actually having. So it's very, very important that we are very smart about ourselves and whatever we are actually good at, we can actually influence millions of people all together. And imagine if there is 1000 people for your course, let's say whatever you have, but you actually paid, um, you actually pay for that, let's say 1000 pounds. That's a lot of money they're actually going to be earning with just 1000 clients. Whereas whenever you want to achieve, let's say a very high position job in, let's say a nine to five job, you need to work years to to get to that position you're not you're not going to be able to actually influence as many clients or attract as many clients as you want when you have a nine to five but when it comes to it can be a viral video that makes you famous and you actually become this person who can influence millions of people in few seconds and everybody knows you and the main biggest proofs are like for example things like memes you can literally get famous anytime anywhere from by doing anything so you don't even need actually hard work as well to get famous anymore and to get money to get ads to get promotion to get um you know all this kind of brand deals and all this kind of things which is going to give you for five minutes millions and millions so it's really important that we understand the side hustles actually can influence millions of people rather than a few with a nine to five. Um, so yeah, I think that, that that can be to some extent a fair point. But what I had to say for that is that you need to understand that a nine to five job is still influential in the sense that it's still having an indirect impact. If we did not have doctors today, then we would not be surviving. If we did not have lawyers, then all the laws and everything would be going crazy in this world because no one would have laws, no one would have rules to work towards. And if we, for example, didn't have any bankers, then we would not be able to, you know, have good courage currency our money systems would not be working our currency wouldn't be working so actually people who do nine to five are still influential but maybe in a smaller scale but they're still being extremely influential in um generally and also um my main point that i wanted to say that will also kind of defend or respond against your point is the fact that you said that you know when you teach a skill it's very influential and you can reach millions of people but what you need to understand is that not everyone is able to do that not everyone can actually make the side hustle successful and a good example of this is that i remember there was this youtuber who i obviously do not want to name but there was this one guy on youtube who actually used to comment under every video and he used to try to promote his content and i think around a year later he just gave up and he completely deleted his channel and i never saw him ever again so unfortunately it just shows how sometimes it doesn't work out for everyone not everyone is also comfortable sharing their face online not everyone wants to get famous and not everyone can actually have that potential and that capability to do that so and the last thing that I had to say is about the fact how you said that, you know, people who are YouTubers and who do the side hustles, they need to only work less short, less period of time, whilst people who do nine to fives have to work for very, very long. But that's not true because YouTubers themselves, like nowadays, the average to get like even a thousand subscribers, I think is around 100 videos, 200 videos. So, mate, that's a long, long time. And, you know, we can't just say that people do this very quickly because it's not. So yeah, that's absolutely true. But I believe that when it comes to a side hustle, 
you get to choose your creativity on how to solve a problem or you're actually innovating a solution to a new um, a new thing that might be happening in this in this very moment in the 21st century so if everyone now goes into nine to five mode we are not going to be exploring other people's different ways of actually solving a problem or an innovation or, or so kind of a, you know, developing something new for a new kind of a problem. So we can't all just be enclosed in nine to five, just thinking that, yeah, I'm going to be feeding my belly. That's it. That's my life purpose. And that's what I'm going to do. But there might be someone who might be sitting in a desk right now, but they have a million dollar idea on how to solve a problem. Let's say a weight loss or there might be, um, you know, I don't know, there might be anything that might be happening in the 21st century that let's say, for example, Elon Musk, for example, like if he actually sat down now in a nine to five job, would he ever made Tesla or would he ever made any kind of like that what he has right now or Jeff Bezos even? If he was sitting in a nine to five or a McDonald's shop or something like that, was will he be able to create Amazon that we have right now? No, that's because he created a risk. He took the risk. He actually solved the problem, which was that, oh, how can I make sure that people can get their products delivered at home as soon as they can or as the best time as possible, which is one day now with the prime delivery. So that was his basically his main concern. And he actually achieved that because now he has a whole lot of a world of basically a universe of a shop, basically Amazon, where everybody can order from anywhere even you could be in Antarctica and still could order something that you want to have, have from, I don't know, Tesco or something like that. So it's very, very important that we actually allow ourselves to be free and creative in solving problems that might concern you. And that can be different things for different people. For someone could be, let's say, how can I make sure that single moms actually can earn more money at home? Like, you know, that could be a course for you that you want to make or something like that. So it could be anything that might can actually solve problems innovatively. So I think that was a very, um, you know, that, that makes sense. However, I have to really barge in right there and just tell you that actually about your problem solving and innovative ideas, I think that you can still do that in nine to five jobs. And why I say that is because, for example, things like research and PhD people who do like PhDs and people who go into research. Yes, the job is a nine to five, but they are still researching. Like, for example, cancer treatments, that's not going to come from, you know, unless it does, but it won't really come from an entrepreneur who's sitting at home and thinking about how to solve cancer. It goes to those people who are like scientists who are actually in the labs they're testing things and they're really figuring out how to solve cancer so you can't really say that everything comes from being an entrepreneur and being a side hustleist because that's not true when you're at home and you know you're not really going to have as much access to facilities and resources whilst if you're at a, doing a phd or if you're a scientist you can go and look for the treatment for cancer or you can go and do those things and also my second point is how, you know, to start, how you said about Elon Musk, about how he wouldn't be, um, you know, he wouldn't be here if he was doing a nine to five job. But I think that the nine to five job actually teaches you so many skills that are needed for being able to have innovative ideas like Elon Musk like I think if Elon Musk didn't have discipline which comes from a nine-to-five job to some extent and school then he would not be able to you know make this if he didn't have things like problem solving which you can usually also find out from school and from work then he would not be able to um, have a good job so you need to understand that some of these transferable skills these are called transferable soft skills these are the ones that can also be used for your side hustle so don't think that as soon as you've finished school you're just going to drop out of uni 
and you're just going to go and do your business because a lot of skills you learn in school and uni and at work are so so important generally as well and lastly my last quick little thing that I had to say is that you actually end up having a close community of family and friends when you go and do a nine-to-five job like have you just realized that in offices there are just so many good close community of family and friends which you're not which you might not find being an entrepreneur at home by yourself so yeah that was the end of our debate um back to Serbian Fazan I mean we always were but yeah I hope that you have um enjoyed this podcast episode do you have any last thoughts or final ideas I think whatever you um hear from this podcast is that you do you. If you want to do online business, you go and do that. If you want to do a 9 to 5, go and do that. We're never going to judge you. Exactly. And yeah, this is just like a way to for you to make your mind up because we both give 5 points each. So, you know, you can make your own mind up. So, thank you so much for listening. I think it felt really good to come back again. Um please make sure to subscribe down below so that you don't miss any podcast episodes from the future. And And also if possible go and check out my blog sorobiscribbles.com and that's where i basically post advice poetry tips and tricks and so on so go and check it out for the teenage girls that you are out there so thank you so much and we hope to see you in the future podcast episodes we really hope they have enjoyed today's podcast episode If you're excited for our future episodes, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast platforms currently on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. You can also check out our website servicescribbles.com for extra tips and tricks from us. Thank you for tuning in and we'll hopefully see you next time. Thank you.